Greetings, friends, and welcome to Finding Holiness, the channel to help you discover your sacred sanctum in life. I'm Rabbi David Kadosh. Baseball, basketball, football, tennis, and golf all use a ball as a main item of play. While the ball has a different shape in each of the sports, and the goal of each game varies from one another, there is one thing each of these sports have in common when it comes to the ball. The object is always being transferred. From player to player in basketball, pitcher to catcher in baseball, or one to another in tennis, a sport where a player holds a ball and does nothing with it isn't really a sport at all. This aspect of the ball made me think deeply about its meaning and significance, and lo and behold, there are a couple of links to our sage's words that may shed some light on how a ball has holiness within it. King Solomon writes, Divrei chachamim kedor benot. The words of the sages are like kedor benot. In an attempt to explain this odd word, kedor benot, the Midrash plays with words by dividing it to read kekadur shel banot, like a girl's ball. As a ball is flung from hand to hand, never falling, so Moses received the Torah at Sinai and delivered it to Joshua, Joshua to the elders, the elders to the prophets, and the prophets delivered it to the members of the great assembly, as brought down in the chapter of Fathers, first chapter. In essence, this verse in Kohela teaches me the importance of transmission. The idea that we are not meant to keep things to ourselves. The life lessons we learn from our sages, the Torah that we study and good character traits that we acquire are meant to be taught and transmitted to the next generation, just like Moses did to Joshua, and so on and so forth. But allow me to take this one step further. I think it goes without saying that the most gigantic ball on earth is earth itself. The world that God created. In Hebrew, we call the globe Kadur Haaretz. Could it be that everything found on this earth is meant to be handed over and transferred? God created this world for us humans. Haaretz Natan Livnei Adam. King David himself says that the land was given to mankind. So if the purpose of a ball is to be transferred, and the earth is a mammoth ball, then everything on it should be destined to be transferred. The concept of inheritance and wills only prove that what we own doesn't stay with us, but rather goes to someone else. Think about your life and see how many things exchange hands from the moment they are produced. Where did this idea start from? Well, it started from God himself. He created the world and gave it to mankind. The world was built and continues to exist on the concept of chesed, kindness, and giving from one another that comes in many different forms, almost exactly like a ball. So what we're really saying is that a person that chooses to withhold his knowledge or his learning or his possessions, thinking that everything belongs to him, he is going against the purpose of the world which God created. Turns out that I have full support of this theory from a Gemara in Tractate Avodazara, page 41a. When discussing the status of statues on whether or not they can be automatically deemed as foreign idol worship, the opinion of the rabbis is that the only statues that are forbidden are one that has in its hand a staff or a bird or a ball, as these are indications that this statue is designated for idolatry. The Gemara explains that each of these items symbolizes the statue's supposed divinity, indicating its dominion over the world. A ball symbolizes dominion as the idol grasps itself under the entire world. That is, it grasps the entire world as one grasps a ball in his hand. Unbelievable. 
all statues may be considered as non-idolatrous other than three. And one of them happens to be a statue which is holding a ball-shaped symbol under its hand. For it shows that it is in control of everything. It portrays the idea that everything is to me, for me, and by me. The idea that what I have is mine and I have no intent on giving it over, ultimately defeating the purpose of the ball itself. Because anyone who's played sports before knows that nobody likes a teammate who hogs the ball. And that's how I found holiness in the ball. Stay tuned for the next episode as we search for meaning and spirituality in another one of our everyday encounters. Catch me on Twitter and Instagram with the handle Finding Holiness. Visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash findingholiness and our website at findingholiness.buzzsprout.com where you can download and check out all our future podcasts. Signing off, I'm Rabbi David Kadosh.